South Carolina. We have finished our small town days. We have left our remote desert town, and we are so excited to talk a little bit about that today. Moving is never easy, and this move was also not without its challenges. So, we wanted to share some tips on moving so that hopefully you guys can move with ease in the future. Yes, Yemi. It's funny because I would not have thought my breaking point would have been over such a small thing. I would say overall, our move went really smoothly, but there were hiccups along the way. And I want to normalize that moving is not a 100% smooth process. And sometimes you can feel like you are going to cry on the phone with USPS. What am I talking about? I was trying to get ahead of everything. I was trying to be really diligent with our moving stuff. We've moved a few times before across different states, so I knew I would have to forward my address. I did it like two weeks early. I went to USPS.com. I put in all the right information. And then I put in an order on Amazon for all of our packing stuff, tape, boxes, shrink wrap. And the week of our move, I got a notice from Amazon where they said, hey, uh, your packages were blocked and we are returning them. I was freaking out. I called USPS, which, mind you, we live in a small town. And I was like, what happened? I forwarded my address. Like, did I do something wrong? And the guy was really nice. And he was like, well, yeah, I saw that come in and we forwarded it to your address in South Carolina. I was like, what? Those are my packing stuff. I didn't ask you to forward it. I was really nice about it, I think. But I was also just like very like broken down at that point. I was like, I'm trying to get ahead of something. I'm trying to be responsible. And now it's actually getting blocked and it's going to South Carolina and we paid all this money for it. And it's going to be totally useless for us once we arrive there because it's all of our tape and boxes and packing stuff. And he was like, yeah, just kind of like, he felt bad, but there was nothing they could do. But luckily, I called Amazon. They resolved the problem. They gave us a refund. They helped make sure everything went to the right place. And I was able to order everything and get it back on time. But I think the guy could tell on the phone that I was just like, we need those things. Just on my last thread. I could tell that he could tell because when I came home, I opened up the mailbox and I saw a USPS slip with a sad face on it that said, I'm sorry. (laughs) And I was like, Michelle, did you yell at the USPS people or something? Because clearly you have affected them and we live in a small town and now we have a personally delivered sad face. (laughs) Yeah, they did send me a little message and I will say I did not yell at them. I think they just, you know, understood that I was concerned, but... (laughs) It felt like a really good example of just how even little things in moving can start to break you. So I'm excited to talk a little bit more about our move, what's going on, what we learned. We actually got some really great advice from people. We want to share that stuff with you. And hopefully, if you're going to move, 
you can learn a little bit from our experience. Let's get into it. Speaking of having challenges moving, Sammy, one big challenge we had was when we flew to South Carolina to look at apartments. On our way back, there was a huge storm across the coast and our flights got canceled. Not only did they get canceled, but Sammy and I didn't book together, so we got separated. We couldn't move them. They were 12 hours apart. Once again, on the brink of tears. <laughs> Luckily, it worked out. We, we got to town way, way, way later than we planned to. And uh, I'm so happy that one of my friends recommended I use AirHelp. AirHelp is our partner for this episode, and they are this amazing website where you can go to them, you give them your flight information, and they will actually go and they will talk to the airlines. They will go and see if there's any compensation that you should be rewarded for having issues with your flight. In places like the US, Europe, sometimes there are policies that are in place so that you actually do get some compensation if something happens, if the airlines are just canceling flights willy-nilly. And so AirHelp goes and does the search for you. The best part is they don't charge you anything unless they're actually able to get you some sort of compensation. It's $24.99 and it's super worth it because I don't know if you've ever had to go on the phone and wait to talk to the airlines, but it's not a short task. And especially if they wiped out all of the flights across the East Coast, trust me, you are not getting any sympathy from them. So we definitely recommend using AirHelp. They're super helpful. There's going to be a link in our show notes. There's a link on our website too, buildawealthyspirit.com for this episode. Bookmark it. If you've flown recently, you've probably had a canceled or delayed flight. It's kind of crazy out there right now. So I highly, highly recommend it. You know here at Build a Wealthy Spirit, we like to get more money into your pocket. And so if you're in that situation, click our link and check them out. Back to today's topic how to move across the country. You know, Michelle, I remember when I first moved to San Francisco, I literally just brought two suitcases and I flew over here. Since that time, things have changed. I cannot fit all my things into two suitcases. And to be honest, you know why I could fit things into two suitcases? Because I didn't think about a lot of things. Like, how am I going to vacuum? You can't fit a vacuum in a suitcase. So this move was quite different than previous moves and it was a little bit more high maintenance, you could say. I totally relate to that, Sammy. I'm the same way. When I moved from Michigan to San Francisco, I was 23, 24, had my suitcases and just packed them. I didn't even have an apartment lined up. I didn't even have a job lined up. I just flew to San Francisco and hoped for the best. And you know what? It worked out. I may have been naive, but hey, I had a place. Meanwhile, when I moved to Austin, I also packed up my bags, but on my way back, suddenly I had a car. Suddenly I had more furniture. And our move from California, we had bought everything new. We had to buy appliances, fridges, washer, dryer, carpet, bed, bed frames, couch, because we had moved from our parents' place, so we actually hadn't had anything. And we were not ready to let everything go when we were moving across the country. That's right, Michelle. I did not want to rebuy everything again. I had done that on previous moves, and this time I was like, no, you know what? That does cost quite a bit of money once you get over there and you have to purchase even little things like paper towel and cleaning supplies. I'm like, I don't want to have to rebuy everything. So this time we were able to take more stuff. 
Yes, Sammy. And I'm so glad we made that decision. We're still waiting on things as we're in the middle of this transition, but I've been very, very pleased so far. And we found this really great piece in Forbes, 10 Cheap Ways to Move Across the Country. And they do a really great job of the DIY, do-it-yourself suggestions to being, you know, if you want to pay for everything. I would say Sammy and I did a combination of the two. And so we're going to also weave in some tips that they had that really lined up with what we did as well, because every move is different for every person at different seasons of their life. So we'll talk about how we handle the big things, some of the logistics, and also some tips along the way. It's true, Michelle. I actually never knew that people could just have people come pack their things into boxes for them and move all of their things across country for them until I read the book The Long Haul. That is not what we did, even though that sounds super convenient. We did a hybrid method. So we got something called a U-Box, U-Box by U-Haul, or you may have seen something similar called a pod. And with the U-Box, they charge you a fee for a month to deliver it to your home, give you time to pack it up, pick up the box, and then deliver it to your new location. This was super convenient, and we were able to take a lot of our things because of this U-Box. So the U-Box cost us a little over $2,700, and that includes movers in South Carolina. And so one thing for us is we love our couch. This is literally the third sofa we had bought from Living Spaces. And we were like, you know what? If we can bring the couch, then everything else is a nice add-on. And not having to repurchase the couch would be just a huge win in itself. Luckily, the couch did fit. We were very scared about that. We actually taped out the dimensions of the U-Box into our living room. And Sammy and I were like doing Tetris with the couch and the sectional. And we knew it was going to be close like by the inch. And we literally cheered when we put it in the U-Box. It's true. And not only could we get the couch, but we had Michelle's bed, her bed frame, uh, expensive mirror that we had bought, in addition to all the rest of our stuff, which also fit into the U-Box. We calculated and our furniture alone that we were able to take was about 2300 So I'm sure the little things we were able to take, actually, no, I forgot. We also took our keyboard, which is a rounds it out. So mm-hmm. we definitely got our money's worth with the U-Box. We actually asked the guy who does our lawn. He has like a little team of um, these young guys and they're really, really great, really reliable. We, we couldn't really get movers from town through U-Box since we do live in this small town and we really wanted to get somebody reliable. So we actually told them that we would pay them if they would be open and willing to pack the box for us because we wouldn't mind packing the box, but yeah, girls cannot lift a sofa. <laughs> and I'm so glad we did. They literally packed our whole box in like 30 minutes. Yeah, less than 30 minutes. It was amazing. In South Carolina, because it's a bigger city, U-Box actually has movers as part of their plan. So that total $2,700 cost includes movers in South Carolina who will be transporting our things up three flights of stairs. So 100% worth it. So the other big ticket item was we did not want to drive across the country again. When I moved from Boston, me, my mom, my sister, my dad, we all got in the car, we packed up my car, and we literally drove from Austin to San Francisco. And let me tell you something. We stayed overnight at a hotel in Tucson, and I could not sleep. (laughs) Knowing that my car 
was filled with all my precious belongings, just sitting there, tempting people to break in and steal them. It didn't happen. We were totally fine. But coming from San Francisco, knowing people who have moved, like I know it's very common for people to break into cars. And so I was just like, the drive was so long. It's not fun. It's not like a fun road trip because you're just, you have all your things and you're just trying to get from point A to point B. And it would have taken us four days to drive across the country. So we were like, between staying in hotels, between driving, if anything happens to our cars, we figured that financially it would be worth it to ship our stuff and also to ship our cars. So actually, we were really, really nervous about shipping our cars because when we were coming to Blythe in California, we didn't have the best experience. The thing about shipping your cars is you really have to understand what this entails. Usually, the people who ship the cars are brokers, so they are not actually the company that moves the car for you. Sometimes you can book directly through the car companies, but most of the time you're going to be giving your information to a broker. I did not realize this when I was moving from San Francisco to our small town in the desert. I asked for quotes from like multiple websites and was getting bombarded with calls for weeks. Oh my gosh, Sammy literally gave her phone number <laughs> to all of these websites. Do not do this. <laughs> and she, long after we had moved, was getting calls from trucking companies being like, hey, do you need somebody? Do you need somebody? And you know what? With all of those calls, do you know what happened? The person who was supposed to pick up Sammy's car bailed on us the last minute. So we actually ended up driving. Luckily, it was just down the coast of California, but we unexpectedly ended up driving. So we wanted to be super, super diligent, super thorough this time around when we were going to book somebody. Yes, they bailed on me. They did try to rebook, but at that point I was like traumatized and scared about booking with these people and giving them my car. So that time I did it wrong, but this time we did it correctly. I actually posted on a Facebook group, the Choose a Five Facebook group for recommendations on moving your car. And it got a lot of good information. Ultimately, Michelle and I went with Sherpa Auto Transport, which is a broker. And they use the company Khan Transport, K-H-A-N Transport. And they have been wonderful. They are reliable. They picked up our car within a reasonable time. And they have been super communicative with us as they transported across the United States. With that said, one thing to keep in mind is If you're transporting your car, you do have to be flexible. These people are truckers and they're moving cars across the country. So the dates that they give you may not be exactly perfect. You give them a window of time when you want your car to be picked up and you give them a window of time when you want your car to be dropped off. If you want perfect dates, this may not be the right option for you. Yeah, the more flexibility you have actually, the cheaper it is too. And we loved using Sherpa. That was a recommendation from Choose Five. We have been really happy with Con Transport. As we got closer and closer to the date, they were able to narrow down the time. Keep in mind, too, we had two cars that were being picked up in two different cities. So funnily enough, we had them pick up Sammy's car in Blythe, and we had them pick up my car in Phoenix. So the guy literally came, got Sammy's car, And then we drove and he drove ourselves to Phoenix and we just met him there in like a Walmart parking lot 
he was super great and was able to transport our cars. But they had to have that extra flexibility with us because we had two cars being picked up in two cities. And we were really lucky that like Sherpa went above and beyond to find a company that would pick both of our stuff up. They were really flexible with our schedule. We had a window of time, but like Sammy's car had to be picked up before mine. And I remember one day they called me back like three times trying to organize all of this. So very, very grateful and highly, highly recommend. And for us to move across the country for both of our cars, we paid, I believe it was just over 1500 for Sammy's car and just over 1600 for my car. We each paid $100 on top of that to do everything via credit card. It's cheaper if you're willing to pay by cash. But again, we just didn't know what the reliability was going to look like. And I was like, I want everything in hard charges on my credit card. That way I can call up the credit card if something happens and be like, look, where the heck is my car? So the extra $100 was worth it to us, but you can save yourself that money if you're willing to go to the bank and get a bunch of cash. Next moving tip, air tags. If you're like me and you're not technologically savvy, you may be unfamiliar with air tags except for maybe a random boyfriend saying that he wants to put an air tag on your car. Outside <laughs> Outside of that, I was unfamiliar with air tags. Air tags are these little circle discs that you can link up to your phone and they use other people's phones to give you their location. Specifically iPhones. And you can go on the Find My Friends app and go to devices and you will see where all your AirTags are. Shout out to my friend Rochelle for giving me this tip. And we put one in our U-Box, we put them in our cars, which has been great because I just open up my phone and Sammy and I can take a look and see where everything is. It's kind of funny. It's almost like a little too much information because we're like, huh, what's he doing in Texarkana right now? Or why is our U-Box not moved yet? But it's also really helpful because we actually have a sense of when our cars are going to come. So we got a call today from Con Transport. They said our cars are going to be here tomorrow. And we were starting to get a sense that that was going to be the case because we were tracking it. So air tags, oh my gosh, cannot suggest them enough. I don't know why we didn't do them earlier. We got a four pack. We put the fourth one in our luggage, which is just so helpful because this is literally all of our things. And the truth is, I've heard from friends of friends of horror stories of say, a pod or a box going to the wrong location. And sometimes the company doesn't know what's going on. And it's just nice to be able to be like, hey, I actually know where it is. So <laughs> highly recommend getting air tags. It's a small investment, but it's like a strong piece of insurance. Another thing that can cost a lot of money, especially if you are somebody who's obsessed with packing and organizing things, is packing tools. So we wanted to share some of the things that we found really helpful. Of course, there's your baseline things like boxes, packaging tape, fragile stickers. For me, I had my label maker, so I could label things with that. One thing I found super helpful that I'd never used before was stretch clear cling durable plastic wrap. Or as Michelle and I were referring to it, giant saran wrap. <laughs> it is pretty much giant saran wrap for all your belongings. Not only does it just protect the item from dirt and from getting messed up and damaged, it also kind of holds things together so that your items don't 
fall apart or separate in transport. And it just keeps them extra protected. Like it's a little extra layer of protection as well. Yes. Shout out to my friend John for sending over a really helpful packaging video. It's like from a moving company. We used that. Blankets came with U-Haul. We had papers. We were wrapping the crap out of things, especially going into our U-Box, because we knew things would be moving around. And things like the stretch wrap, which we used abundantly, were so helpful just to add that extra layer of protection. We even used it in our suitcases because we had to carry our liquids, our spices. Like literally, my luggage smells like India. (laughs) It was nice to know I wasn't going to spill cardamom everywhere in my suitcase. And we'll include a list in our show notes because I think everything we got was exactly what we needed. In the Forbes piece, they also talk about getting items used from the grocery store. And actually, when Michelle was moving from Austin, we got boxes from the liquor store, which was really convenient. This time, we were a little bit more high maintenance and we got our boxes off Amazon and they were excellent. But if you want to save on costs, getting boxes or paper from grocery stores, liquor stores, etc. will definitely help save on costs. Yeah, this was actually the first time I feel like I bought packaging supplies because not only can you get them from stores if you ask them, but also a lot of times you have friends that are moving. We had a lot of friends who have moved outside of Blythe, (laughs) but nobody in Blythe actually really leaves, so (laughs) we were a little bit more stuck. And so we figured we would just get uniform boxes, we'd order everything on Amazon, being, I think, in a very remote area, that was just the best option for us. Now for tips on moving, the biggest thing that you can do is stay organized. Tammy and I may have gone a little bit wild with our documents, spreadsheets, etc. But oh my gosh, it gave us so much sanity. It literally was amazing. First of all, we had a calendar. And on this calendar, we had little pictures that we added that would be like, U-Box arriving, U-Box gets picked up, cars get picked up, cars arrive. That way we just had like a big picture sense of what the timing was for everything. And this was super helpful, especially when we were trying to book things like when the U-Box is going to get picked up or when the cars get picked up. It was so nice. And we made so many adjustments to it. We actually moved up our move-in date by a whole week because of just the timing with the cars and how everything fell into place. So having the calendar and being able to quickly move those little icons, we actually made it on Canva. We didn't use like a calendar app or anything, but it was really nice. And it helped me and Sammy reference back to one place every time we were scheduling things. We also kept a document of all the things that had to be done. And we designated each one of these items to either me or Michelle. Conveniently, we just read Team Habits, Charlie Gilkey's book, for our interview a couple weeks ago. And it was actually so helpful. Sammy and I decided, okay, who's going to own the question of the car transports? I actually took care of that. Sammy took care of thinking about what the packaging supplies were and dealing with closing out the house. So we were able to assign these questions to each other. And then we knew we didn't have to carry all of the stress of every detail in our heads. And that's really important. There was a point where I think... I snapped at Sammy or maybe the other way around because we were kept micromanaging and checking stuff with each other. And after a certain point, we were like, okay, we have a list. I'm going to trust that you are owning this question. And if you need help, you will reach out to me. And these are the times and the deadlines that we set for everything. 
And the nice thing about having this document is we could write down confirmation numbers, we could write down prices on the document. So that way we could also go back to the same document because after a week or so, you might not remember what the exact date was or what the exact cost was for certain things. Another tip, Sammy and I have done this three times now, and I'm not going to lie, I put up a fight every single time. I hate this thing. I don't know why. I don't know why I get so much anxiety before we do it, and yet it pays off so much. Sam, do you know what I'm talking about? Yes, Michelle hates it, and I have the opposite feeling about it, which is I love them. I'm talking about a yard sale here. It's strange, actually, how much joy she gets out of a yard sale. <laughs> like, the girl loves yard sales. <laughs> I love yard sales. I love getting rid of a bunch of crap, and I especially love that people will pay for that. And I even just love giving stuff away. Like, it is such a good karma event, too. It brings me so much joy. It is a really great karma event. And we, we hung up signs. We drove around the neighborhood. We let everyone know we're having a yard sale. People came. They stopped by. They loved our furniture, our tables that we were getting rid of. Probably helps that the furniture store burnt out last year. <laughs> but it was nice. And it was actually a really good way to like get to know your neighbors. I'm almost sad sometimes that we do our yard sale when we're leaving because that's like the time that I'm like interacting the most with my neighbors, I feel like. It's true. And we even had a bunch of stuff, like little things we bought at the Dollar Tree that we wanted to get rid of. And we set out a little free table that had a bunch of free books, free containers, things that people can just pick up and leave with that we're not trying to sell. So overall, very, very fun. And hey, we made $190, so I'm not sad about that. And mind you, we are very generous. To be honest, we just get rid of our stuff. It's not even really a yard sale. We're like handing things away for free because there's so many tiny things that we're just like, we just don't want to keep this. It's like, again, like containers from the dollar store. We'll like lure them in with like the coffee table. And then we're like, hey, I think you'd like Tools of Titans. <laughs> this big <laughs> book. <laughs> Love you, Tim Ferriss, but we can't carry this. A couple other small tips. One there are ways, like if you're traveling, to be flexible. We booked our tickets via Southwest, which was really nice because we actually, again, did need to move our flight by a week forward. So we did that. Southwest didn't charge us to move our flight. It was super easy. The other nice thing about Southwest, which I love and which I did not realize for a long time, is that you can bring on two checked bags for free. And I actually remember listening to a podcast many years ago that said that transporting your belongings as a checked bag, even when you have to pay the $35 or $70 or whatever it is to transport your luggage, is actually one of the cheapest ways to transport things across the country or across the world. So the fact that Southwest gives you two bags for free is actually huge. And we ended up getting a larger suitcase just to fill up to take those things with us. So for us, we paid a total of a little over $300 for both of our tickets, one way, fly across the country, and we took five bags with us. And we had liquids for days. Things, by the way, that you can't put in your U-box. And our final tip, this one I read online on Reddit. Somebody talked about how you should pack blankets and towels so when you first arrive at your apartment, you have some of your basic necessities because everything else may be following you or getting there later than you. 
This was so clutch. Like Michelle and I used the towels to kind of pack in things safely. And then when we arrived here, we had blankets, towels, we could take a shower, we could go to sleep on the floor, which is not different than what I normally do. And we could be reasonably comfortable and not have to purchase anything new after arriving. Which is so key because we came into the evening, we had been traveling, we were tired. So that was definitely worthwhile. Takeaways. Takeaways for today's episode. Everybody's situation is going to be different. So figure out what you desire. Are you the type of person who wants to do the whole move by yourself? You're going to find friends to help you pack things up and take it across the country? Do you want to do a hybrid like me and Michelle did with something like a U-Box and transporting your cars? Or do you want to have a full, all-inclusive move where you have a moving company come, pack up your things, load up the truck, and then deliver it to your destination? Of course, all of those things have different costs. And knowing what you are comfortable with ahead of time can help make sure that you get the move that's the right price for you and also the move that won't drive you fully crazy. Keep in mind, you might lose your sanity. You might find yourself calling USPS in near tears, wondering why your packaging tape isn't there, wondering why the world is punishing you. When you try to get ahead of things by forwarding your address early, you have those little moments. Moving is stressful. One of the best things somebody told me, my friend Rochelle, before I moved was, hey, everything will not go perfectly. It's very likely things will go wrong. So all you can do is be prepared and just let yourself feel and go through that experience. I would say that there was a tipping point, like I was anxious, 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 anxious. And then as things started getting picked up, as we started to get rid of our major appliances, I started to feel a lot better. So it can be a stressful experience. I just want to normalize that. And hopefully some of these tips will help you if you are moving in the future. And if you guys have any tips for moving, let us know at buildawealthyspirit.com. We love to hear your guys' advice. Community time! Before we say goodbye, it's our community time. Which for us, the biggest thing was definitely the move. We have been keeping the details of it under wrapped because we just wanted to get through the process first. And guess what? Now that we're in South Carolina, we had a little friend in our tub when we moved in here. Yes, not a human, thank God. (laughs) (laughs) We went to Michelle's bathroom and there was a little green frog, not a toad, a frog. It was a tree frog sitting in the tub. Let me tell you, as a desert girl, I was not used to this. We were not used to this. We were used to geckos, which we were finally starting to come to terms with. Geckos and these spiders that look like half spider, half beetle, half scorpion. So yeah, a frog was not that bad. Yes, the frog was not that bad. He's super cute, although when he jumps, I get super startled. And you know one thing I love about living in an apartment complex? Let me tell you. We told our property manager, and she's like, yeah, we'll get someone out there to remove the frog. So me and Michelle do not have to touch this frog, and we do not have to find a way to get it out of the apartment. Which, considering when we were living in a house in the middle of nowhere, (laughs) where we were having geckos, all these crazy random desert bugs... That seemed to up-level every single time (laughs) we caught one. We were like, we had a system down where we would drop an old dollar store container on one, and then we put like a paper underneath. And I'm not going to lie, guys. You know me. I would have killed them. But Sammy, 
is not, you know, she has the heart of gold for animals. And so we got pretty good at capturing and releasing animals, but I never enjoyed it. And I'm happy that I don't have to deal with that again. And turns out a tree frog is a very, very, very auspicious sign. A tree frog is a symbol of good luck and new beginnings. So I was quite pleased to see that that is the meaning of this little being that was in our bathtub. Me too. What a beautiful, beautiful ending to this move. A beautiful ending that will be removed by Brayden, our maintenance guy, here at our apartment complex. We got the symbolism. So let us know. A bunch of you have moved recently, actually. A lot of you are our friends. We received such great advice and tips from you. So if there's anything we missed, anything that you did that you were like, hallelujah, or anything you regretted, let us know. Buildawealthyspirit.com. You can leave a comment. You can send us an email. Buildawealthyspirit at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. And most importantly, be sure to join us next time as we put down the rule book and we rethink the status quo. Thank you.